Coming up on the Potter's Touch. Everything that God ever blessed me with, I just stumbled into it. I happened to be at the right place at the right time. Happened to meet the right person at the right time. Didn't even know who the person was. But God has a way of just tripping you into stuff. She said, I happened. Oh, my God, I feel the roof about to come off of this place. Somebody's about to stumble in this place. That's why the devil's been trying to kill you and destroy you. Because he knew. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ, our soon and coming King. I am Bishop T.D. Jakes, and I'm delighted to welcome you to the Potter's Touch. We have a word from the Lord for you today that really is powerful, and it's very important that you understand that many times in our lives, it is not our plans that get us into our destiny. Most of the time, we stumble into the place that God wants us to be. The message today is called stumbling into place. When I look back over my own life, many times I didn't even know that meeting this person was going to change my life. That going to Starbucks or something at the time that I did would cause me to have an encounter that would change the next 2, 10, 20 years of my life. Stumbling into place. He's sovereign. He's able to put your feet right where they need to be. But sometimes where he puts them is not where you plan them. Take a look at this and get ready to be blessed. Ruth knew in a very generic open sense that she wanted to go somewhere, but she didn't know how to get there. She is a foreigner. She's from Moab. She's not used to the area, but she says to Naomi, go, and to go, that she wants to go, and Naomi says to her, go. Look at this young girl who goes out there and starts gleaning. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's in the vicinity of the place, but she is not in the place. It's something about getting close to the place. You're not even there yet, but you innately sense in the depth of your spirit that something is about to happen. You're in the vicinity of the place. You know with broad strokes that you're getting nearer to it. I can't even tell you how you know. You just know that you know. You can't even explain that you know. You just sense it in your spirit. You realize it in your mind. I'm getting close. That's why the devil has a terrible time discouraging you. He has a terrible time discouraging you because you have this innate sensitivity that you're getting close and you don't even know how you know you're close. You just know that you're close. And every time you're ready to give up, you say, no, I can't give up because I'm getting close to the place. Some of you have gone through mishaps and setbacks that have broken your heart and people didn't understand why it broke your heart. It broke your heart because you knew you were close and you said, I can't go through a setback right now because I am so close to a breakthrough that to set me back now would break my heart. I don't mind being set back if I wasn't so close, but when I get in the vicinity of the place that I've waited all of my life to get, don't mess with me now. If you don't act a fool, act a fool while I'm still in Moab, but once I'm about to get in the field of my destiny and eat the field of my dreams and harvest the hope of my life, touch your neighbor and say, you're in the right field. You might not be in the right spot, but you're in the right field. (laughs) 
You're in the you're in the right you're on the right property. You're in the right location. You're in close proximity. Something is about to happen in your life. Your adrenaline is mounting. Your blood is racing. Your heart is pounding. Your fingers are tingling. Your hair is standing on head. You're excited about stuff you don't understand. You can't have sleep at night because excitement is running through your body. Your veins and arteries feel like a highway. Cars are flying up and down the highway. You feel like something is about to happen. Thoughts are swirling around in your head because for once in your life, after years of being oppressed, repressed, and depressed, you know that you're getting close to the place that God has promised you. And so she says, When it, she says, when it finally, when it finally came, I, I was in the field of my dreams and, and I was just gleaning whatever I could in the field. Just, just catching what I could. Enough to sustain me. I wasn't really prospering, but I was surviving. And I had to survive even if I didn't prosper because I was in the field of my dreams. And I encouraged myself because I knew that something was about to happen. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, something is about to happen. I, 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 I don't know the, the, the details, but, but something is about to happen. And she says, think, think of this with me. She says, uh, while I was just going through the motions, she said, I hopped upon the particular field that belonged to boy. She wants you to understand, and, and this is from a human perspective. Last week I preached from a divine perspective. From God's point of view, nothing just happens. But God is looking from heaven and we're looking from earth. So Ruth tells us from a human perspective, when it finally happened to me, I just sort of stumbled up on it. I, I didn't even, what her statement says to me when she says I hopped up on the field, it, it, what it says to me is that don't think that I got there because I was so sure of myself. I wasn't so directed. I didn't have details. I had broad strokes. I didn't have details. When it found, I just sort of stumbled into the place. Didn't even know that this was the place. I stumbled into it. Now, 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 look, 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 look at this. I was just surviving. And in the process of chasing whatever wheat I could find. I came into this area and I didn't even know that this was the place. Let me explain the place. Everything in Ruth's life was spiraling downward until she come to the place. She is a young woman who has lost her husband, left her home, impoverished, frustrated, and confused, weeping and forlorn, 
doing whatever she could in a country where she was not particularly welcome. She was a second class citizen in a first rate nation. She's frustrated because she knows that she is not legitimately authenticated nor accepted within the confines of the social system to which she aspires. She is in a critical dilemma because she is there, but she is not really a part of them. And so she's in a survival mode, making the best of a bad situation. Her faith is on trial because the question is not can God bless because God was blessing mightily in Bethlehem but the question was can God bless a woman who's been through hell can God bless a second class citizen can God bless somebody when the odds are stacked against them can God take a jobless person who's doing day work and take them from the background to the forefront? Can God take somebody who's cleaning the office and they end up owning the office? Can God shift your life? My God, somebody help me preach because I feel something in this place. I don't even care about the sermon. I care about the message. There's something that I need to tell somebody in this place today I've got to get a word to you don't let the devil push you back don't let him push you sideways you've been through too much to be intimidated you're about to stumble into something now that's about to rock your world and so she says this is the place this is the place where her destiny shifts She stops going down and she starts to go back because now she's in the place and she stumbled into it. Is there anybody in this room who ever just stumbled into something that completely revolutionized your life? Just stumble. You you still can't figure out how you got that job. You know that there were other people competing for the job that were more qualified to get the job. You can't for the life of you understand how you ended up in this position. And every now and then you got to pinch yourself because how you got that doesn't even make sense to you. Is there anybody in here who got something you weren't even looking for? You weren't even expecting the position. God just put you in the place. You, you, you weren't even looking for no car. You just happened to be over there. You weren't even trying to get a house. God just put it in your path. And all of a sudden you end up in a situation, my Lord, I don't even know how, if you'd have told me five years ago that I'd have been doing what I'm doing right now, I'd have told you no way in the world, but I stumbled. I stumbled. That's all oh, y'all don't hear. That's why the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord because every now and then God will let you stumble up on something. Touch your neighbor and say, don't get jealous. I just stumbled. Don't hate me. I just stumbled. Don't roll your eyes at me. I just stumbled. 
don't, don't try to hinder me. I, 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 know you don't, I know you don't understand how I got here, and you don't think I deserve it, and I don't think I deserve it. I can't even explain how it happened. It just, I just stumbled. See, see, oh, God. See, if you're going to follow my leadership, you got to understand my mantle. Everything that God ever blessed me with, I just stumbled into it. I happened to be at the right place at the right time. Happened to meet the right person at the right time. Didn't even know who the person was. But God has a way of just tripping you in the stuff. She said, I happened. Oh my God, I feel the roof about to come off of this place. Somebody's about to stumble in this place. That's why the devil's been trying to kill you and destroy you. Because he knew. Still to come on the Potter's Touch. My, my word to you is come on out of that corner. This is your hour. This is the moment of your destiny. Do you hear me? For the people who are the least likely, we're going to do the almighty. Not because everybody was on our side, but because God was on our side. And if God is for you, he's more than the world against you. Snatch somebody say, come out of that corner. We all enjoy sharing food with family and friends. But how about those individuals all over the world who haven't seen a meal, let alone a slice of bread, in over three days? Here's a shocker. According to the World Food Program, poor nutrition annually causes 45% of deaths in children under 5. That's 3.1 million kids a year. Plus, it's estimated that 795 million people in the world don't have enough food to lead a healthy and active life. That's one out of every nine people on the planet. Megacare is doing its part in helping to provide a solution to world hunger. Megacare has given food to over 10,000 Somali refugees as they entered Kenya and provided food to over 360,000 individuals affected by the earthquakes in Haiti. On top of that, Megacare constantly distributes food to various villages all over the world and to those who are struggling with hunger locally. Even better, you too can help fight hunger. With your financial donations or even the giving of your time by volunteering, you can help Megacare enrich lives by helping provide nutritious and healthy food to people around the globe. Partner with Megacare today. For more information on volunteering or making a donation, visit Megacare online at www.megacaremissions.org. I want to thank our partners for helping us make a difference in the lives of hurting people. Your partnership has provided food, clothing, clean water, medicine distribution, and so much more at home and abroad. In fact... Through Megacare, we are establishing medical camps and health clinics to increase the rate of survival while giving hope and healing to a hurting community. If you are not a partner, I encourage you to become one today. Yesterday, I was uh, rushing over to speak to the partners, and I was going through one of the corridors that... uh, Normally, it's not a lot of traffic on during the day. And the, the lights were off. There were no windows. It was quite dark. And uh, one of my adjutants that were with me said, I'm going to run ahead and turn the lights on. Well, it was dark, and I was in a hurry. So while he was going to run down and turn the lights on, I know this building, you know. I've been all over this building. I was on this building when it wasn't a building. 
So I said, I know this building pretty good. And I know just about the, the, the corridor has about 24 feet. And then it has about five steps. And you go about 24 feet. And then it has five more steps. And I know that there are some steps up there, but it's dark. And I don't know exactly where they are. And I'm not willing to wait on him to turn on the light. And, and so I was trying to feel my way. I, I'm, I'm too stubborn to wait. I, 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 I got too much to do to wait on somebody else to turn my light on. So even if I got to do like this. Some of you have been sitting back waiting on somebody to turn your light on for 20 years, but I refuse to wait on somebody to turn the light on my path. I got to go if I got to go broken, if I got to go feeling my way, if I got to go pressing my way. I didn't know exactly where the steps were, but I knew I was getting close. Have you ever just about known? You know it's out there. You don't know exactly where it is. You don't want to hurt yourself, but you got to keep moving. Tell somebody, say, I got to keep moving. I don't know the details, but I got to keep moving. I don't know how I'm going to pay for it, but I got to keep moving. I can't tell my friends from my enemies, but I got to keep moving. And if I press my way. And so I didn't want him to see me because you know how I am. I like to have myself together. But it was in the dark. He couldn't see me no way. And there was no dignified way to grow. So while the lights was out and they couldn't see what I looked like, I was all out like this. I'd have done it real dignified if I could. I'd have done it like that. But see, it was an emergency mode. And when it's an emergency mode, you don't have time to worry about dignity. You got to go ahead and get in whatever position you got to get in to get the breakthrough you got to get. You just got to do what you got to do. I come to tell somebody, you just got to do whatever you got to do. Put that pretty stuff in the closet and go ahead and get to the next place because something is about... Now, the thing... The thing that's important about it, the place, is that there is a time and a season for every purpose under heaven. There is a correlation then between the time, the season, and the, and the place. It's not just getting to the place, but it's getting to the place at the right time. See, the miracle of the story is this. She hopped up on the right place. And she got to the place at the same time that Boaz, the owner, happened to have left the city of Bethlehem and he happened to be coming out to visit the field. And he happened to be looking in her direction of the field when she happened to stumble up in the place. Had she happened up on that place any other time, she would have lost her miracle. But because she was in the right place at the right time, time and purpose slapped their hands together. I don't know if you can catch what I'm trying to preach. Boaz 
looked out across the field and he said to his staff, he said, who is that woman? Who is that, that damsel over in the corner? She was over in the corner of the field. He says to Ruth, come on out of that corner. My, my word to you is come on out of that corner. I'm beckoning for you because it's time for you to come out of that corner. This is your hour. This is the moment of your destiny. Do you hear me? For the people who are the least likely, we're going to do the almighty. Not because everybody was on our side, but because God was on our side. And if God is for you, he's more than the world against you. Snatch somebody and say, come out of that corner. You know, when God brings you out of the corner, he'll bring you from the background to the forefront. People don't even know who you are or where you came from. But all your life, God's been preparing you. He's been getting you ready. He's been demonstrating his word in your life. Everything you ever went through in your life is getting you ready for one shining moment. When it is your moment, don't let nobody steal your moment. Don't let nobody have your moment. Let them have your car. Let them have your keys. Give them your hat. Give them your coat. But don't give anybody your moment. This is your moment. And and so... Boaz says, bring her out of that corner. And he spoke to his staff and he said, there's going to be a woman coming out of the corner and she's going to be behind you in the shadows gleaning. All of her life she's been gleaning whatever she could. But I'm getting ready to make things easier for her. Since she's coming. Touch somebody and say, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. I may not be there, but I'm but I'm coming. I haven't arrived, but 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 and he said, if if you see a comer coming. If you see a cumber coming, then leave handfuls on purpose. Don't leave it for anybody. But if you see a cumber coming, tell somebody and say, I'm coming. He said, I want you to leave. So what they did, let me show you what they did in case, in case you don't have no video screen in your head. The gleaners didn't take everything off out of the field. They started just dropping handfuls of wheat on purpose so that when Ruth started coming behind them, she started getting these unnatural blessings. Things that didn't even make sense had been left laying on the ground for her. Whoever I'm talking to, all of a sudden you're starting to get stuff that doesn't even make sense. And you say, I don't even know where this blessing is coming from. 
I don't even see how, how could this be left laying here? You, you weren't even supposed to get it, but God is leaving you a breadcrumb trail. He's just dropping stuff, and all you got to do is keep coming. Touch him, I say, just keep coming. i tell you what I'm going to do. I want you to see this. I believe that the reapers in the Old Testament symbolize the angels in the New Testament. For in the New Testament, the Bible, when it says the master spoke to the angels and said, bind them in bundles that they might be gathered, he talked about reaping the harvest of the earth. I believe, this is me, I believe. I believe that the angels who are the staff of God have been commanded to leave handfuls on purpose for comers so that when you're on your way, you hit this place after struggling to catch whatever you could, you hit this place where it starts just being dropped to you. That's why when we worship, we throw our hands up. Because we believe that when praises go up, blessings just come down. And I believe that God has a way from heaven of just dropping you stuff if you're open to receive it. I'm out of time. I've got to stop there, but it's been a real joy to have this opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you. And I pray, God, that this may be the day that you stumble into a place that would change the entire trajectory of your entire life. May God bless you and strengthen you. Watch your step now. Here we go. More than you asked for, bigger than you dreamed, and beyond comprehension. God's favor ain't fair. Stop apologizing. Stop feeling bad. Stop trying to explain it. For your gift of any size, you will receive the Favor Ain't Fair 3 message set on DVD. You want to be accepted by your peers when it wasn't your peers that blessed you in the first place. It was the Lord that blessed you. Don't forget who blessed you. And when your gift is $100 or more, you will receive the Favor Ain't Fair DVD set. Your very own season of Favor Journal that includes daily uplifting scriptures, as well as T.D. Jakes Classics Volume 7, four blockbuster messages on CD and DVD. If you don't start believing it, you won't start receiving it. After you've been through hell and high water, God has got something better for you. God is taking you to a new level of favor today. Tell the devil, I went through too much to let you steal my joy and steal my peace and steal my power. We got to stop waiting for somebody else to do it for us. And we got to realize that Jesus has already set us free. The faith without works is dead. Be it alone. Look at your sister and say, work that thing. I need some women who are ready to get their fight back to slip up your hands and let the Holy Ghost pray for you right now. You're raising your hands over depression. You're raising your hands over fear. Your hands are raised. Your heart is raised. Now lift your voice and take the roof off of this place.
if you don't sweat the small stuff and you don't take life too seriously and you don't worry about things and just keep playing if you keep a merry spirit see a lot of people get so busy and important they stop being happy but but if you just keep a merry spirit and just keep keep playing you, you stumble up on stuff. God begins to bless you. This is the part.